0: Welcome to what it pleases me to call season two of our podcast. And I think rather fittingly, considering there's three of us here with very different writing styles, voices, aims, experiences, ambitions, um, we'll talk about perspective today. Um, Writing from different points of view, writing from different perspectives. um, There's loads of ways to take this. Um, I I saw on Twitter last week, I can't remember who said it, so I can't give her either a shout-out or a commiseration, but somebody had written to say she's just written her, I don't know, fourth or fifth book uh, in first person and realised it doesn't work and she's got to change it all to third person, as she has done for all of the other books. <laughs> and she, it just doesn't work doesn't work for her to write like that and yet she persists uh, which i salute and also commiserate with um that sounds painful yeah yeah it really yeah. does because it's not just about changing she to i is it it's really so much more than that um that's what they should do though that's yeah so find and replace i mean that yeah, could come up replace. with some really interesting uh outputs uh, I'm a third person writer myself. I like the godlike status it gives me. Um, <laughs> which will surprise no one who knows me.
1: Well, other writers group that sort of started this, it was myself and another writer who realised we were unable to mm-hmm. not write in first person without it. Like, oh, yes, it just kept happening. We weren't even sort of thinking about it, it just kept happening. So, um, I find it much more of a challenge to go to third person. I'm sort of impressed by it, even though that's
2: kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. What's your? Mine, yeah. um. Well, what I um. I've started thinking about uh, third person. Uh, I started with third person arriving. I thought it was easier. Just describe things from a detached point of view, and then um. Uh, as as my reading developed and I saw different uh, point of views, uh, I thought maybe there is something I want to say in the first person as well, but I, I'm always worried that when I write in the first person, I'm writing from myself a lot, and I don't want to be just myself uh, in the writing, although uh, I'm saying that in a bit, it sounds a little bit confusing when I say that. Uh, it's definitely our thoughts that will come through the writing, but I, I wasn't sure in the beginning how to fictionalise that, Uh, and how from what perspective to fictionalize that. So the third person always felt like a little bit more, okay, these are the people, this is is what they're doing. Uh, I'm just describing uh, a little bit of the scenes. Um, But even even when I did a third person voice, um, I was following one character around and we only had access to his or hers, um, uh, mainly his so far uh, perspective. So even though it was a third-person vo- uh, third narrative, it was still uh, one point of view, uh, as it were. And it was them that was interacting with the world around them. Uh, and currently, in the story I'm developing, I, I have both uh, point of views and both voices. And uh, I think what's interesting, uh, what changes a lot is um, And the questions I have is whether you are uh, expected to go a bit deeper or whether you need to change a lot about how the the characters interact with emotions. Uh, I mean, from the first person narrative, I always expect more in terms of how you feel about something because it happens to you. And I see that I think in the writing as well, in the reading I am doing. Uh, Whereas in the third person is more action. It's more action around what happens around the person. So I, I I think the first person gives me a deeper uh, yeah you can go deeper into the into the into the individual which I like um, but then again I don't think I've I've had that kind of where I can describe I, I I'm not sure how to develop a scene from that from a first person narrative so much that that's the thing because uh, I get confused from from doing uh, writing about the emotions and the feelings and the and the thoughts of that individual and then. Uh, that's what I'm trying to learn, uh, that, that this is the, the conflict I'm, I'm, I'm having in this in this instance, and how um, then this kind of different point of views, how they interact with other characters in the book as well. So where do you introduce other characters, how they interpret the conversations, the dialogues, um, and how all of these things develop. So I think it, it, this, is what, it, this is one of the biggest challenges I have in terms of how to marry those two together, if you like. In, in, Parts one and two of this uh, story I'm developing. Uh, what thoughts come to yours, uh, to your minds, when I say these things? I think there's an immediate like
1: thing that just came into my head. That there's a kind of crass logic that if you're writing in third person, you can just establish a singular voice and just stick with that for the whole novel. Whereas if you're jumping between first person, sorry, so that was for third person singular voice. Whereas if you're doing first person and jumping between first person, you've got to establish a new kind of original voice per person. I think I, my tendency to go with first person quickly exposed that I have one voice that that was kind of betraying me. So I, I need to actually be disciplined enough to, to break out of that. Um, I'm just self-obsessed. That's why it just comes to the first person. But it was the same, but it was also what held me back from letting people read what i'd written like you sort of hinted at before it's like do people feel like i'm revealing me by doing it so actually maybe it'd be easier for me if i was writing in third person because it feels like i'm taking a step away even though yeah all of this stuff is coming from my mind um yeah i don't know i i always feel like you could I, i wish you could be more experimental with it i don't mean you specifically but i feel like i wish there was an opportunity to just be more experimental with voices and perspectives. And from whenever you've described your way of writing and your book, I think I'd be excited to see if that's something that you could bridge or attempt at. Have you ever experimented with kind of jumping between perspectives? Is that something you want the book to do or is that something you'd like to avoid?
2: That's I thing I don't I don't know if, if people will like it and <laughs> The third thing Karina mentioned at the beginning about having to change things, I'm I'm worried if if it will not stick together. I guess this is something I have to make sure it happens Um, that the narrative uh, has a smooth sort of transition or it makes sense where it transitions, I guess. Uh, And I'm not sure if it will work, if it will work for other people. but I'm telling, anyway, I'm telling the story because this kind of, the, the, the second, the, the last part of the book where the voice changes, it, it, it actually came to me a bit later on. So I, I didn't know that when I started writing. So I wrote a lot of the first part of the book with not having that in mind. So I'm trying to introduce little tweaks in the first part in order to make sure uh, that kind of, there are some signs that this change will come later on. Um, but the, the worry I have is, um, yeah, will it be? Will, will maybe someone will tell me, you know, when I send it out, have you considered writing all from the first person <laughs> and uh, having to write uh, the first part as well uh, in the in the first person? Because uh, you know, or maybe they they tell me, you know, take it all through the way, all the way through to the third person, which I'm, I I don't think I'm going to do it. I'd rather change it all to the first person rather than. Uh, keep it all in the third person because I don't want I don't think it will it will uh, complete the story the way I want it to be told so uh, these are the things that uh, I guess worry me a little bit
0: um, uh, yeah it, it's 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 not a small thing is it because it has so many implications for how you tell the story and how that story comes across um I was just thinking about um, simone de Beauvoir book don't worry i'm not an intellectual but i have read the blood of others and i found it so peculiar and difficult because within a single page she writes in the first person mostly but that first person might change (laughs) and does in a single page it's it's i mean it's 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 an experimental novel which is what made me think of it when you mentioned how good it would be if you could experiment. And she really did. And it was this real weaving of points of view. Uh, these two characters are very intertwined, but also um, don't necessarily see the world in the same way as each other. Um, and I've, I've also seen a couple of short stories, Never, a, not a novel yet, but a couple of short stories that have been written in the second person. And I find that so difficult really really difficult because it's talking about you did this and you said that and I think but I didn't (laughs) who's you who is you I don't know who you is is it the author is it somebody else is it me I don't know who you is I find it really hard and that is a barrier for me um the 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 blood of others was not a barrier once I got my head around it but the second person I really struggle with
1: so don't, because don't it always either. sounds a bit accusatory doesn't it it's
0: yeah of like, it's a bit of a,
1: you know and I quite like that sort of like again it's like the fourth wall being sort of mm. broken down it's the the writer kind of not directly referring to you the audience necessarily it might be the the audience perspective in terms of the mm. novel but um yeah I, I I'd be interested to know if there are any novels and, and not well read enough to come up with examples where they are third person, but then expose themselves as eventually being first person. That kind of unreliable narrator, you realise that oh, oh, this yes. is truly third person. This is becoming first person. You sort of realise, oh right, okay, this has always been first person. They've just spoken of it. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I do. Yeah. Narrator, the, the narrator of their own lives, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I'm also intrigued to know about that That I hate the fact that we feel sort of constrained by rules mm. on these things and whether some people if they just had no awareness of these different things would, would just write and freely and never think about perspective or tense or any of this stuff that kind of perhaps holds us back a little bit you know, I, I've definitely written things when I've tried to go third person and then thought, oh, but I need to go into, I need to go mm. in that person's head. And I just I feel like I can't break through that to, to jump between the perspectives um, easily enough to go, oh. You know, it's like the classic thing when you talk about screenwriting. It's, it's when you're doing the action, you don't talk about thoughts and feelings. and stuff like you talk about what can be seen. Mm-hmm. Be seen visually on screen or heard uh, when you're watching something you can't be saying you can't be saying their reaction was like this because they were feeling a little bit you know rough that day they'd had a heavy night stuff like that I'm sure people have but conventionally that's not what you do mm-hmm. it's 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 show don't tell all that sort of stuff but um novels allow you to be more experimental and to, to break the rules a bit and to mm-hmm. do what you want um, so I don't yeah. It feels annoying that we feel constrained.
0: Yeah. And you can you can mix it up and I don't think it's it needn't get in anybody's way. Uh I was just I was just thinking about my my Madeline Stone book, the fur the first one that I finished. Um I've got about three quarters of the way through and I was struggling with how to convey a particular scene. Uh because madeline wouldn't be in it and i i said i've made this i've made this conscious decision that everything i write will be from her perspective it's it's third person but if she's not there it didn't happen and then it was very gently pointed out to me that i'd written a couple of chapters from another character's perspective uh very early on in the book and i'd just forgotten it's like oh yeah i did didn't i yeah, still don't want to do it. Never mind. I'll pretend that isn't there, and I'll stick to my rule. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. They were both third person, but I break my own rule about who was who was driving the narrative. Um, but I figured if I if I hadn't noticed that, no one else would.
1: <laughs> That's interesting because even with third person, and me saying Crass rule Crass logic that it's a singular voice. Mm. There's a focal point. is not mm. there? there is. There is usually someone whose perspective we're seeing it from. It's not a truly objective third. Do you know that? That's why it's called the person obviously, But it's not a truly like objective reading of a scene, is it? There's always a, a vantage point that you or a way in.
0: Mm.
2: Can I just ask? Uh, I don't know if that was made clear. Did you change? Did you go back and change that? paragraphs that you wrote from a different
0: perspective. No, no, because uh, that I, I like them and they're necessary and they work and I just ignored my rule. I don't have a rule. But I didn't ah, so I didn't write them, the yeah. new chapter. The new chapter where I was thinking, oh I don't know if I can write this scene because Madeline's not in it. I didn't I didn't write it. I thought of a way around it. So I, I mostly ah, kept my rule. I mostly kept it. It's not a hard and fast rule. No. It was it was I'd call it guidance a strong suggestion
1: what happens with the stuff that's not yet written
0: in my next book i i'm mixing it up again because i've got some flashbacks to the past but it's like deep past before madeline was born so i have madeline's point of view in the modern day and then i have another character's point of view in the past so i'm sticking with two people um so that's quite fun. I mean, at the moment, this is—it's it's a really sketchy draft, and I have no idea what's going to happen. So it might all change. But that's—that's that's the way I'm writing it at the moment. Did you not say last week that you might burn them all? Yes, so, I might do. So. Um, <laughs> I'm planning what form of disaster I will wreak upon <laughs> upon all these words. <laughs> yes, they might all go. You got a dartboard? You're just gonna
1: lob it and say volcano
0: yeah that's a good idea yeah (laughs) mix it up yeah some sort of natural disaster um but i think all this is to say for that switch it up and feel free to do what you want i
2: i will try i will try can i ask uh uh, josh when you write uh, a script or a or a scene for tv um And I think that goes for, the same question goes for for a theatre. Because you always have dialogue. At the same time, you have first person from from different people. You have first person in different, in all of the characters that you are in.
0: I'm jumping in. I'm not Josh, but I'm jumping in. Um, I don't, I don't think it applies because it is just dialogue.
1: Okay. I. Yeah, perspectives a lot more. I mean, you, you could obviously say that it's all third person in some way. Um, I think because there's, it is that kind of more of a science than an art sort of thing. It's, it's, um, yeah, you're not going to be necessarily. You've seen perspectives though, and you obviously have uh, a viewpoint that you're coming from. So there's similarities there. But in terms of the dialogue, yeah, it's always like, I don't know, it's really tricky. It's probably not a, a good comparison to make because there just isn't that experimentation in um, perspectives in a script. You, you may say there is in terms of the way a film is shot or edited or mm. things like that. Um, and I don't know how it goes for a stage production. I guess that's it's more difficult because of the framing there tends to be a singular framing, obviously, of the stage, as opposed to the camera that can be moved and the, mm-hmm. the shot moved. So, yeah, it's tricky. It's really tricky. I don't know if, you know, I don't know how to... Again, I'm sure there are examples of people experimenting when it comes to scripts, but I'm also sure that they're rare and probably, probably a lot of them are the ones that are unproduced. You I mean. Whereas with novels, I feel like there's much more of an opportunity Mm. to just play around with form and to just rate things. You know, it's that whole kind of acts thing that so many screenplays have to have is three acts and a certain structure and you know moment of catharsis, all these different things. And I've definitely read novels where none of that is delivered, and yet it's still a thoroughly satisfying experience. Even Mm. though I, I feel like I've just never left one kind of one space and nothing has progressed and there's not been an arc and there's not been a hero's journey or anything like that and yet i've still been completely yeah enamoured by something Hmm. it's why i want to that is why the dream for me is to write i'd love to write scripts and get them produced and stuff like that but more and more i just i'm so impressed by anyone who can write a novel Hmm.
0: i'll take that thank you a little nod to you Before, so you're 50, it, right? Yes, fifty-one now, I think.
2: Yes, 51. yes, I've I've added a couple of thousand uh, this past week, so uh, we are back on track. Uh, but I'm writing from the from the from the first person point of view uh, at the moment. I I thought I thought to get because it's the way the book finishes, and I thought if I just finish that part of the book. Let us write everything from that uh, you know um, the crescendo at the end uh, if you like you know, of how everything comes together maybe it will help me a little bit see what um what needs to be and what need, doesn't need to be in the middle of the book uh, and maybe you know uh, make sense how to connect um, how to connect the two parts so yeah uh it's fun writing from the first person <laughs> mm. uh you know, uh, the first-person narrative uh, perspective, um, but but yeah, I, uh, I just, I think when I do that, it's just more, more. Um, it's more myself having a conversation with, with another part of myself, and it's weird, mm. <laughs> it's weird trying to answer these things, yeah. <laughs> um, these questions that come up in the text, uh, but yeah, Uh, Writing is going well, so since this is a writing podcast, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, I'm back on track. Thanks for for commenting. Um, Can I ask, is there a distinct um,
1: break, break in play, for want of a better phrase, to signify that change from third to first person perspective? You said it's for the sort of climax, the crescendo.
2: Well, it's it's where the scene breaks down, the where the the, the the story breaks down in the in the end of part two. Uh, so if we if we say there are three parts, so part one and part two would be in third person, but at the end of part two, it just breaks down because uh, the devices I have in, in, in the first part of the book is they they can't go on. They, I mean, they reach a natural end to that kind of uh, thread, if you like. So then that's where the first person takes control of the, the story again. Um, I think that sounds exciting and it mm. sounds like a
1: natural progression. It doesn't sound yeah. like you're doing something that's like, you know, obviously there's always that consideration, but like, is this going to make sense to the reader? But it makes sense to me on paper to say that, yeah, the mm. way it functions means that we, we have to go in.
0: And I like, I like how you put it about how now this is the character taking back control so that's why it's in first person I think that's that probably captures it perfectly and it's embodying a different person for a while isn't it to write in the first person I think I say that as somebody who does not write in the first person because I I struggle in the same way you do Fottis I think how do you build the scene how do you get far enough into the character I like eavesdropping on my characters i like listening to them and then writing down what they say that's how i write plays so i have them in a room and i pay attention to that but having a character take control and putting her voice out there first person i think's a really good way of of thinking about it it makes a lot of sense to me even if i can't do it myself it makes a lot of sense
2: i've seen i've seen your writing and i understand what you're saying i think you have uh, I've said that to you before when you write I have a perfect crystal, crystal clear image of, of where things of, of how the image uh, of how the scene plays out and the everything that's part of the uh, of the scene you know the the people that take place the way they move uh, I think you have uh, an excellent ability to uh, even the most minute movement uh, in the character uh, I, I can I can I can picture it which is which is fantastic, and I think that that's the difference. I think that's what you're going, uh, you know, around, that if you were in the first person, I'm not sure you would be able to spend that much time uh, doing this analysis on the scene, if you like, uh, whereas um, it, it has to feel a little bit more natural. Uh, maybe that's that's something, uh, but maybe it would be fun for you to try it as well, at some point, uh, As, as a, not necessarily to produce... <laughs> uh, Karina is looking... Uh, awkwardly towards me. That was a bad suggestion. What I'm saying is sometimes uh, when it's, uh, something is uncomfortable doing, maybe it can uh, just, you know, as a.
0: Yep. Maybe uh, that's a reason to do it. As I mean, I have written first person before in an academic situation. Hmm. Uh, I'm not saying that was comfortable. But yeah, no, thank you. That is a good challenge. I will accept the challenge, even if I look awkward. Because that's maybe how it's, you. Maybe a short story, maybe a short story. It doesn't yeah. have to be um... it. It's how you learn, isn't it? It's how you. How yeah, do write your memoir, Karina? <laughs> I could write my memoir. I could write some you, stuff. How are you
1: going to do it? Like, you're just going to go third person? Well, or? I'm assuming I'll have a biographer.
0: Oh, I okay. <laughs> Karina
1: flourished after the publishing
0: of her first novel. Oh, beautiful. Like yeah, <laughs> I could. I, I do know, and this is entirely by the by and irrelevant, but I do know a lecturer who has written a substantial um, biography in his email signature that is all third person. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's quite impressive. Um, yeah, it takes something a bit special to do that. But, yeah, I'll, I'll give my first person fiction writing a go. Challenge accepted.
1: You're going to have to write a bio at some point, though, aren't you? I oh, will. Like in terms of four...
0: You know a website perhaps. You gonna... Oh, I think that would be third person. See, third person. I just want to write about myself. Karina quickly moved into a substantial property in the countryside <laughs> <laughs> and hired Karina several. Your yeah, Karina quickly built also bought houses in the south of France and New York and wherever else. I don't want to live in New York. But... <laughs> anyway this is yeah off topic um...
2: it's not a problem to be off topic um, uh, what I was going to say um, I'm just trying to think here about um, authors I've read and I think what I want to do is I want to make a comment about the you, um, the second person mm. that you mentioned, I've, I've not tried it I think the first time I read it was with um the reluctant fundamentalist i think it was written in that yes um, in the second person and i thought
0: that was excellent
2: i i haven't read a a second person uh, story before and it was the first time and it was amazing i thought it's like he we are sitting in a coffee place and he just tells the story to me like he was sitting next to me and he was uh, just narrating things to me, and that's why he was saying "you, you, you." Yeah. Um, and I thought this is fascinating. This is something
0: I want to definitely try at some point. You're right. That was very well done, and I wonder if it was the setup of two characters in a coffee shop, one talking to the other. So you yeah. knew who? Yeah. I, I read that book, and I also loved it, and it felt very natural to read josh it's also quite short so you should add that to your reading list
1: (laughs) i guess i I can also envisage that that creates quite a kind of personal experience Mm. potentially when when done in a certain way um in that maybe you really do feel like those words are coming at you and i don't just mean like being on the defensive about it i mean like you absorb them and and think like
0: it's experiential
1: yeah yeah and like so that horrible thing where we we read a horoscope and go oh yeah yeah that's me or you know there's something about it it's like y- you feel yourself like the like the the writer has sort of captured something of mm. you I, I could see mm. that that would work with second person um and might be a quite comfortable but all, uncomfortable but quite exciting experience mm. um i could see it could also work for threatening letters oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe I'll, I'll use that as my uh my scenario for my first person challenge yeah i'll yes. write a threatening letter
1: i need
2: to second person <laughs> oh yeah, yeah all right by the way one of the most successful shows on netflix is called you <laughs> yeah. there's something uh, in this you, yeah i don't know if you would but it's uh, very very um uh, you know disconcerting at times <laughs>
0: Okay.
2: The narrative of the voice, because he always says, you, you, you. <laughs> so,
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Check that out. All yes. right. So we need to experiment with perspective and we need to get threatening. And then we're sorted as writers.
2: Yes. Uh, it should come with a disclaimer or something. <laughs> Don't try this at home. <laughs> the podcast.
1: We <laughs> do <laughs> just see how we interpret that get threatening. Like which one of us is, <laughs> who causes the most offense?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's something to discover next time. Oh,
1: you always come across as so calm and considered, but I think there's a secret complainer in you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Full of expletives.